RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. Now here are the batting orders in the game. First game will be Chicago, Don Kessinger leading off at shortstop. Glenn Beckert at second base. Jim Hickman in right field. Ron Santo at third, and now the Dodgers take the field. Cleo James, just called up from Tacoma, will play left field. Cleo, the ex-Dodger. Billy Williams gets the first game off. Brock Davis will play center. Ernie Banks at first base, so Pepitone is still out of action. Chris Canazaro, the catcher. And Milt Pappas to do the pitching. For the Dodgers, Maury Wills at short. Willie Crawford in left. Willie Davis in center. Richie Allen at third. Wes Parker at first base. Duke Sims catching. Jimmy Lefevre at second. Bill Buckner in right. And Al Downing to do the pitching. And as the Dodgers go on the field on the scoreboard, it shows Astros 18, Giants 4. The Astros had a 10-run fourth inning and a six-run uh, sixth inning as they clobbered the Giants 18-4. Larry Durker was the winner and Stone was the loser. No home runs in Candlestick today. So the Dodgers have a chance to pick up a lot of ground here in their doubleheader. The Dodgers and the Cubs all set to play too. The Cubs hold the season edge 5-4. Al Downing works the first game. Doyle Alexander, the nightcap, against Juan Pizarro, the veteran lefty just recalled from Tacoma. The umpires suit all at the plate, Steiner, Engel, and Landis on the bases. And you still have plenty of time to come out and take in a lot of baseball here tonight. Games three, uh, second, and uh, two and three of the series with the fourth game coming up tomorrow night, the finale of the series. But a big doubleheader here tonight at Dodger Stadium. Okay, we're all set. Time to play ball. The Dodgers and the Chicago Cubs. Now for the play-by-play, -play, here's Vin Scully. Vinny? Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you. Welcome to the doubleheader, and we hope you'll be out here to join us before what should be a great evening comes to an end. The Dodgers and Cubs in two. Don Kessinger, Glenn Beckard, and Jim Hickman in that order against Al Downing, who has won three straight and six of his last seven stars. Downing has three shutouts, the latest one, that one to nothing masterpiece he pitched over Dave Roberts in San Diego. And Al, with 10 victories, is only one other left-hander in the National League who has won more. Steve Calden has 11. So Downing trying to catch the big, lanky left-hander from St. Louis tonight. Downing ready, and the pitch to Kessinger is lifted down the right field line, slicing on Buckner, but it's high enough, and Billy gets to it for the out, just in fair ground. The one pitch and one away, and the batter will be Glenn Beckett. As if the Dodgers needed to be spurred on, it's all spelled out for them on the message board. The Astros, 18, and the Giants, 4. The Astros had a 10-run fourth inning, a 6-run sixth inning. The remarkable thing about that game, there were no home runs. Glenn Becker, right-hand hitting second baseman and a dandy, takes high, ball 1, 1-0. One The Dodgers with the regular cast out there. Downing comes back to the plate 1-0 and gets a strike. 1-1. One one. Eddie Sudol umpiring behind the plate. So Wes Parker and Jimmy Lefevre. Maury Wills and Richie Allen. With Crawford Davis and Buckner in the outfield. And a bright, sunshiny part of the day. There's a drive to right field. Buckner backs up and makes the catch right at the chest 
So Billy has handled two, and we have two down. That'll bring up Jim Hickman, the right fielder. Jim Hickman. The quiet man from Tennessee, hitting 228. Duke Sims settling behind the plate, and Hickman waits up there with Ron Santo in the cleanup spot in the on-deck circle. Downing into the windup, and the pitch to Hickman high and away, ball one. Two men have a little bit of shade from the shadows thrown by the light towers. Richie Allen at third base, and Willie Crawford in left field. Everybody else in brilliant sunshine. Downing's 1-0 pitch to Jim Hickman. Breaking ball, stayed up and away, ball two, 2-0. Two Downing gave the club a big shutout, the 10th for the staff. The Dodgers lead the league in shutouts with 10. The palm ball is swung on and missed, 2-1. and one. Downing with his three shutouts is tied for second place. Steve Blass of Pittsburgh has four. The 2-1 pitch on the way, good breaking ball, swung on and missed, right two. Marischal, Wise, Holtzman, and Carlton are tied along with Downing with three shutouts apiece. Al, of course, has been quite a story. The 2-2 pitch to Jim Hickman. Fastball popped in the air to right field, and Buckner gets them all. Shielding his eyes from the sun, waiting, and makes the catch. So the Cubs are gone on fly balls to Buckner, and at the end of half an inning, Cubs nothing. Dodgers coming up. Schlitz, Milwaukee in the world. You go for the best of it, and you take your pleasures where you find them. Like Schlitz. Why settle for less? When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. Bottom of the first inning. The Cubs turned away empty-handed. The Dodgers coming up in a moment. And right-hander Mill Pappas loosening up to his battery mate Chris Canizero. The Cubs with the leather, Ernie Banks at first, Glenn Beckard at second, Don Kessinger at short, Ron Santo at third. In the outfield, Cleon James, who has been called up, is in left field. The center fielder, Brock Davis, and the right fielder, Jim Hickman. James, purchased from Tacoma, joined the Cubs tonight. Cleo, 30 years old, at one time with the Dodgers. So he's in left field. And Milpap is ready. Maury Wills will start things off for the Dodgers. Wills batting 292. Maury Wills batting left-handed, and he's about 80 points better from this side of the plate. He's hitting 321 left-handed. Mill Pappas, somewhat like Ferguson Jenkins last night. He delivers low ball one. Jenkins has started 20 games, and he has a decision for every game he started. Jenkins is 12 and 8. Pappas has started 16 games, and he's 8 and 8. The pitch is strike, and the count 1 and 1. 
Pavis is making his fourth start against the Dodgers. The first two resulted in complete game victories. The last one he was knocked out after six innings. The pitch to Wills outside, ball two, two and one. Pappas in his career against the Dodgers, nine and eight. Milt, like Jenkins, a good hitting pitcher. And a veteran. Right-handers, two, one pitch. Wills pulls away. It's low and inside, ball three, three and one. Pappas in 116 innings has walked only 35. Milt arms dangle as he reads Canizero. He's a quick worker, and the 3-1 pitch is over. Strike two, three and two. I would think you couldn't find a quicker game, especially if both men were on their game, than if the Cubs played the Cardinals and Milt Pappas pitched against Bob Gibson. That would have to be one of the quicker games of the year. Ground ball up the middle. Becker to his right is up with it. Throws back to Banks in time. One away. Wills rolls out to the second baseman. And the batter is Willie Crawford. Batting second. Number 27. Left field, Willie Crawford. Willie Crawford has hit safely in seven of his last nine games. He's at 333 over that span. Interesting to point up the National League East and National League West this year. And, of course, the West has made a drastic change when the Giants were way out in front by 11 and have now come back. Pitch fouled away by Crawford 0-1. Last year... The Dodgers were second to the Reds, and it seemed like we were forever pointing out the fact that if the Dodgers had been playing in the Eastern Division, this would have happened, and that would have happened, etc. It is the Cubs' turn to point out what's going on in the National League East as opposed to the National League West. The Cubs have been playing good ball. They're a hot ball club, playing over 650 in their last 32 games. The pitch to Crawford is high. However... Since the 1st of June and playing over 650, the Cubs have picked up only a game and a half on the Blazing Pirates. The 1-1 pitch, Crawford takes high, ball two. The Dodgers have won 22 and lost 12 over the same period. They have picked up seven games on the Giants. The Cubs start tonight nine back of the Pirates. Crawford takes way outside and high, ball three, three and one. The Pirates somewhat surprisingly have really pulled out in front of the Mets. The Mets are in a dive. They have now lost seven out of eight. They lost today. So the Mets are technically six games back of the Pirates right now. Here's a 3-1 pitch. Crawford takes a strike and boy is it a demonstrative strike for Ed Sudov. Ed is an old-fashioned umpire. He really lets you know whether you're sitting behind the plate or in the, the most remote seat in the bleachers. You watch Eddie Sudov. You know whether it's a ball or a strike. 3-2 pitch to Willie Crawford is hit in the air off third base foul. Santo looking over his shoulder as he goes into the shade and makes the catch. Two down. The batter will be Willie Davis. Number three, center fielder, Willie Davis. One of the big questions unanswered for either team, the pitches for tomorrow night. The Cubs have said as soon as they arrived yesterday it would be Bill Hands if he can pitch. But Hands has a blister problem. So Leo says it'll be Hands or somebody. He's not sure. Walter Alston, meanwhile, is not sure since Bill Singer is not going to pitch Friday against the Giants. The pitch to Davis High, ball one. Now it looks like Osteen will pitch Friday night against the Giants. So then who pitches tomorrow night against the Cubs? That will depend, apparently, on... What happens in this doubleheader? The pitch fouled away. 
and how much of a workout the boys in the bullpen get, especially a long man like a Joe Moeller. So we're really not sure of the pitches tomorrow night. We just have to wait and see. One and one, the count to Willie Davis. Davis hitting 350 is 14 points back of Joe Torrey. Boy, has he been consistent. He's hit in 52 of the last 60. He takes low, and over that span, that's a 356 average. So Willie Davis playing great ball. Pappas ready, and here he comes 2-1, and it's popped in the air behind the plate. Canazero coming back to the base of the screen. It's doubtful, and it's on the other side of the screen. Hits the dugout roof and goes back into the crowd. Two and two, the count to Willie Davis. First inning of a twilight night doubleheader. The Cubs have an edge on the Dodgers. They've won five of nine. These two clubs were as even as you could be last year. They split the 12 and they split six in each park. They've already split six at Wrigley. And we'll see how they finish out at Dodger Stadium with two tonight and tomorrow. Pappas, arms dangling, looks in to get a sign. Milt ready. The 2-2 pitch to Davis is lifted to straightaway center field. Brock Davis went back, now comes up a half a dozen steps and makes the catch for the out. So the Dodgers are gone in order, and at the end of an inning, no score. Farmer John is mighty happy to share in bringing you these Dodger broadcasts, and he wants to thank his loyal friends for reaching for his Farmer John all-meat wieners just as fast as he puts them in your store. It seems that the word's getting around that no other wieners can match Farmer John's. Farmer John sees to this by putting a little more care and cost into making them. He uses only fresh eastern corn-fed pork and fresh, lean, juicy, homegrown beef. And he seasons his wieners with expensive natural herbs and spices imported from abroad. Then Farmer John smokes his wieners over real smoke from native western wood to give them a wonderful western flavor all their own. If you're still buying some other kind of wieners, all Farmer John asks is that you give his a try and compare. Look for Farmer John Wieners in the delicatessen section of your market or pamper your youngsters and get them the extra-long Farmer John Wieners we call Dodger Dogs. Both won gold medals at the California State Fair. At the end of an inning, no score. The first inning of a Twilight Night doubleheader. The Cubs will have Ron Santo, Cleo James, and Brock Davis in that order. And left-hander Al Downing spins them down. Each side going out in order in the first inning. And Santo will start it off. In looking at the Cubs' record, you find they start the night nine games back of the Pirates. And in ten games with Pittsburgh, they are 500. They've split the ten. However, there's one glaring stat about the Cubs and why they are so far back. They can't beat the Giants at all. The Giants have beaten the Cubs eight out of nine. They won all six at Candlestick. And the Giants have won two out of three at Wrigley Field. Downing ready, and the pitch to Santo. Low and inside, ball one, one and oh. So the Cubs are nine back, but they are very close to moving in on the Mets, who are going backwards. Mets have lost, they lost today, seven out of eight. The one oh pitch, in for a strike, and the count, one and one to Santo. Ron, the veteran third baseman, hitting 297, 15 home runs, 60 RBIs. Downing comes to him with a fastball that runs away. And the count, ball two, strike one. Second inning, no score. So if you're just coming home from work, take your time. We've got plenty of baseball for you. 
The 2-1 pitch to Santo, palm ball, it ran away, ball three, three and one. Three and one to Ron Santo. Downing into the windup, and the 3-1 pitch, fastball is low, ball four. So Al Downing walks somebody, and Cleo James coming up. Batting third. Downing, you remember, had a one-to-nothing shutout against the San Diego Padres. He had to outpitch Dave Roberts and just did. He did not walk a batter there. And prior to that start, in six innings against the Cubs in Wrigley Field, he did not walk a batter. So Downing finally lets one get away. He walks Santo. And here is Cleo James. Cleo at one time with the Dodgers. Raised in Palm Springs, right-hand batter. He was hitting 362 at Tacoma. He was tearing up the Coast League. He takes low, ball one. One and oh. James is 30 years old, right-handed all the way, 5'10", 175 pounders. Played a lot of center field for the Cubs last year. In 100 games, he hit 210. Downing's 1-0 pitch to Cleo, taken high. So Al Downing... Walks Santo, and he's behind now to Cleo James. Two balls, no strikes. Juan Pizarro, a teammate of Cleo's at Tacoma, will pitch the second game against the Dodgers' Doyle Alexander. Now the 2-0 pitch. Fastball popped in the air on the right side. Parker fighting the glare. Lefevre comes over, but West has it now and makes the catch. So James pops up, one away. That'll bring up Brock Davis, the Los Angeles boy, playing center field. Number 29, Brock Davis. Brock Davis hitting 323 with 15 runs batted in. Al Downing, left foot on the rubber, looks in to get a sign. Al, 10 and 4 with the league, decides to go to first base, driving Santo back. The leading pitcher in the National League is Doc Ellis. He was 6 and 0 in the month of June, and he won last night to give him a 14 and 3 record. The pitch to Davis is low. He has 12 straight without a defeat, and the amazing percentage of 824. Larry Durker, who won today, is now 12 and 4. Don Gullett with the Reds is 9 and 2. The pitch is a one-hopper, banged right by Wills. He should have had it, but he was handcuffed, and it goes through in the left center. Last night, Wills was unable to handle the ball, and it just about meant the ball game. That was the line drive that skidded about just at the left of his hip. And you figure he would at least knock it down, but it went right on through, and since he didn't touch it, the scorer figures he was completely fooled by it. And it's a base hit for Brock Davis. So Santo at second, Davis at first. And Ernie Banks, the batter. Ernie Banks, hitting 143. He has a half a dozen hits, spelling Joe Pepitone, who has a bad ankle. Downing delivers a strike. Pep will no doubt see action in the second game if he possibly can. Against right-handed Doyle Alexander. Joe, of course, a left-handed batter. So Banks is in there playing his first game. 0-1 the count. Two on, one out. Second inning, no score. Downing delivers. Fastball away.
Al bends at the waist, reading Sims. Now he straightens up, and the 1-1 pitch to Ernie Banks. Downing's fastball is fouled away in the count one and two. Downing in his last seven ball games has boarded on the brilliant. Earned run average of less than two in his last seven games. In fact, in his last seven games, he has averaged a little more than two walks a game. So Al Downing, who came to the Dodgers in the deal, it's an outfielder Andy Cusco to Milwaukee. And boy, Downing just gets larger and larger as the season progresses. The one-two pitch to Banks swung on and missed strike three. Two down, and the catcher, Chris Canizero, coming up. Chris Canizero, right-hand hitting catcher. Canizero hitting 218 as a Cub. Overall average, 207. Two on, two out, second inning, no score. Downing, almost in a crouch as he peers in to Reed Sims. Now Al straightens up and the left-handed delivers high. Ball one, one and oh. Ed Sudol, the plate umpire. Mel Steiner at first. Bob Engel at second. Stan Landis at third. Joey Malfitano coaching at first. Peanut Lowry coaching at third. The 1-0 pitch to Canizero. Downing deals. Fastball hit by the mound down to Lefevre, who shovels quickly to Wills for a force on the charging Davis, and the inning is over. No runs, a hit to left, and at the end of an inning and a half, no score. The good life. That's still the way of life in a great hotel. A superbly trained staff that respects your taste and brings you the best. Part of the best are Canada Dry Mixers. The better taste of Canada Dry Club Soda, tonic water, bitter lemon, and ginger ale. Better mixes mix better. At Canada Dry, we mix better mixes. the second inning. No score. Downing getting out of a little jam in the top half. Now the Dodgers will have Richie Allen, Wes Parker, and Duke Sims against Mill Pappas. Richie Allen has his average up to 268. That would be just about the highest since he has been hitting at the start of the year. You remember he got off to a very poor start. Then he hung around the 250 plateau for quite some time. Got up to 260. Then dropped back down again around 255. And now very close to 270. 268, 11 home runs, 51 runs batted in. Of course, Richie is a fellow with a lifetime batting average of 297. And Walter Olsen has just said that he'll be patient because he knows he can do it. Well, he's starting to build it. He takes low, ball one, one and oh. Richie averages close to 25 home runs a year. Although that should change a little bit now that he's playing at Dodger Stadium instead of Connie Mack. 1-0 the count. Pappas comes back to the plate and bounced it. Short hop by Canizero, ball two. 
Richie Allen has hit safely in 17 of the past 21 games. So he's been on a tear. He's hit 314 over that span. The 2-0 pitch, low ball three. And in the last 21 games, Allen has driven in 16 runs. Richie, meanwhile, has done very well at third base. Here's the 3-0 pitch on the way. Fastball for strike three and one. You won't get Rich waiting for walks from Mill Pappas, that's for sure. Milt ready in the 3-1 pitch. Is a fastball inside, and that'll do it for Allen. Richie is more disgusted looking, I think, than any other hitter in the National League. When he gets a walk, it's almost an affront to his hitting. He hates to walk. He slowly goes down to first base, and the batter will be West Parker. Parker with a seven-game hitting streak. Of course, he hasn't had a chance to pick up many ribbies since Allen has been hot. He's been cleaning his plate. West hits one back off Pappas' glove. He picks it up, and the play has to go to first. If he handles it cleanly, he might have had a double play. Instead of 1-3 play to get Allen to second base, and with one out, Duke Sims coming up. Duke Sims hitting 268. He enjoyed a fine series at Candlestick. Duke with two home runs, 14 runs batted in. Pappas bends at the waist, thinking over his pitches. Head down as he stares at the dirt. Remind you a little bit of the way Larry Jackson pitched for many years with the Cardinals, Phils, and Cubs. Jackson would stand on the mound and look like he was going to be ill. A change to Sims is high, ball one. Larry's chin would be on his chest. It looked like he just couldn't possibly make another pitch, but he was deep in concentration. Pappas doing the same thing. One ball and no strike to Duke Sims, trying to pick up Richie Allen. One out, second inning, no score. Milt ready, and here he comes, and it's fouled away. One and one. Billy Williams, the fine left fielder for the Cubs, who has a nine-game hitting streak, is resting the first game. Remember when Williams never missed a game? Well, he has missed none so far. 81 games he has played in 80 of them. But he's going to rest his first one against Downing, and he'll be back in there against Doyle Alexander. Pappas reading signs. Allen off the bag. Milt ready and delivers, and Sims takes high and away. Ball two. Two and one. Pappas came to Baltimore with half a season, actually only three games and 11 innings in the minors. The pitch to Sims is popped in the air. Banks calls in front of Beckers, comes in on the grass and handles it for the second out. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. Jimmy Lefebvre checks in with two out. Richie Allen at second base. No score in the ballgame. Lefebvre hitting 275. Not too much to choose from from either side of the plate. Hitting 279 left-handed. 268 right-handed. Takes outside ball one. There's a little difference in power, but he's had twice as many at-bats as left-handed batters. 
He has eight home runs, five of them coming this way against right-handers. 1-0 to Jim LaFevers. On deck, Bill Buckner. The next one is low. Ball 2, 2-0. Don Kessinger doing a pretty good job of bird-dogging Richie Allen to cut down his lead. Now feel around to right. And Banks deep and Beckard out on the rim on the edge of the grass. So playing LaFevre to pull. Tap is ready. Here he comes. And it's taken for a strike at the knees. Outside corner, 2-1. Dodgers and Cubs in their 10th meeting of the year, 10 of the 12 scheduled, and the first of two tonight. Now the 2-1 pitch. Lefebvre swings and doesn't get it. Quick slider on the hands and the count two and two. Eddie Sudol wants to examine the ball, so time out for the moment. Ed checking it very carefully and flips it to Pappas. Two and two, the count to Jim Lefebvre. Richie Allen, who walked at second base with two outs. Giants lost today, in case you missed it. Loss hardly tells the story. The Astros beat them 18-4. The 2-2 pitch. Lefevre pokes it foul off third, trying to go with the pitch and hit it upstairs. So it's still 2-2. Two two. The Giants were hit by lightning. The Dodgers had a 10-run inning against them. And Houston had a 10-run fourth inning today. Two and two, the count to Jim Lefevre. Now the pitch to Jimmy, strike three. Little slider got the inside corner and down he goes. No runs, no hits, a man left at second base. And at the end of two, no score. Here's how to get a brand new tire for 76 cents, and not just any tire, one that comes with a 30,000-mile treadwear guarantee. First of all, drive into your participating Union 76 service station, then buy three Union 76 four-star tires. Your Union 76 dealer will sell you the fourth tire for just 76 cents plus federal excise tax of $2.37 to $3.27. Now, maybe you don't think of a service station as the right place to buy tires. Well, Union 76 is out to change your mind about that. The four-star is a real rugged tire. That's why Union 76 can give the four-star one of the best tire guarantees you can get. They guarantee the treadwear for 30,000 miles on your family car. In case the tread on your four-star wears out before 30,000 miles, your union dealer will replace the tire and charge you only that portion of the then-current exchange prices plus federal excise tax, which represents mileage driven. So see your Union 76 dealer now for a great deal on a set of four-star tires. You'll find out why he's the most underestimated tire dealer in America. And you'll find that the spirit of 76 lives at Union Oil. Two innings, no score. In fact, we've only had one hit in the ball game. That was a single by Brock Davis. Now as we go to the third, Al Downing and Milt Pappas battling it out. And for more play-by-play, -play, here's Gary Doggett. All right, Vinny, Pappas starts it off. He's a pretty good hitting pitcher. He has six hits in 40 at-bats this year. And Pappas will be followed by Kessinger. No score. Al Downing all set to go. Number 32. Pappas right-hander. Bright sunshine and only the left field area now getting the shadows. Willie Crawford still standing in the sun. Here's Downing's windup and the pitch on the way is a fastball for a strike 0-1. Dodgers and the Cubs, a doubleheader. They've each played two doubleheaders this year. Cubs have won one and lost one. The Dodgers have won one and split one. Swing at a high fly ball to center. Willie Davis right there comes in a step. Waits, makes the catch for the out. Willie was playing him almost perfectly then for that high fly ball. 
One down, Don Kessinger at bat. Slide to right field his first time up. KTAR Phoenix. Downing in the first game against Papa. Second game, Pizarro and Alexander. Kessinger, switch hitter, hitting from the right side. Don's batting average is 289, two home runs and 22 runs batted in. Umpire Sudol rubs up the ball, gives it back to Downing. Kessinger hitting better from the right side than the left side. He's hitting 313 as a right-hand hitter. Lowry coaching at third and Joe Malpatano in the first baseline. One man out. Now the windup and here's the pitch. Foul back to the screen. Strike one. Still plenty of time to come out and see a lot of baseball here this evening. First game of the doubleheader and we're only in the third inning now. So we've got all of this one and the second game to go. Dodgers began this game three games back as the Giants lost this afternoon. And Houston coming on fast now right behind. Here's the windup and the pitch. A pie for a ball. One and one. One ball, one strike. Al Downing checking signs again. Goes into the windup and delivers. Fastball that's low. Ball two. Two and one. Al with a fine record this year. Ten wins and four losses and an earned run average of 2.28. Well, he could certainly qualify as the comeback player of the year with that record. Next pitch is outside, ball three. Fastball failed, three and one. Downing beat the Cubs in Chicago, six to four. This is his third start against him. He had one no decision. Three and one. Al ready delivers. And it's strike two. Three and two now to Kessinger. Tonight and tomorrow night, our last uh, visit with the Cubs this year will be all through with Chicago. Rather strange, before the All-Star break. Curve, strike three, called Kessinger knew it. So he struck him out with a curveball, and that's strikeout number two for Al Downing. Here's Glenn Beckert at bat. Slide to right field his first time up. Beckert hitting 348. Has one home run and 22 runs batted in. The Cubs move on to San Diego from Los Angeles, and they will play two doubleheaders in three days there. Pitch comes high for a ball, one ball and no strike. So the Cubs are going to be a little short on pitching here for the next few days. Doubleheader tonight, and a doubleheader Friday, and a doubleheader again on Sunday. One ball, no strike. Curveball, tap foul off third base. Rolls to the Dodger dugout, and the count is one ball, one strike to Becker. Cubs won last night 3-1. to one. They now lead the Dodgers here in Dodger Stadium. Two games to one. Beckert, right-hand batter, number 18. 1-1 count. Pitch on the way. Bounced over the mound in front of second base. Wills a nice big hop. Flip across in time, and the inning is over. So Beckert grounds out short to first. That's all for the Cubs. And the score at the end of two and a half innings of play. Dodgers nothing, and the Cubs nothing. Making out a baseball lineup is easy compared to figuring out the weekly shopping list. What meats to serve for supper? That's the big question. One meat some homemakers tend to overlook is sausage. Oh, sure, they serve Parmesan sausage for breakfast, but you know, it's also a hearty, wholesome main meal meat, too. Parmesan makes his sausage with all the best meat, not just the trimmings, so it's extra nourishing and satisfying. 
He uses only finest eastern corn-fed pork, and it's fresher than fresh because it's dressed fresh right here in the West. Then Farmer John seasons his sausage to an old-time Western recipe to give a wonderful Western flavor to every lean, luscious morsel. And when you compare Farmer John's sausage with other meats, you'll discover how inexpensive it is. Yes, Farmer John's sausage has everything going for it, whether you serve it for breakfast or supper. Farmer John's sausage, gold medal winner at the California State Fair. And remember, it's the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Farmer John's. Bill Pappas concluding his warm-up sauces as the Dodgers come to bat now with Buckner, Downing, and Wills to face the veteran right-hander. Buckner hitting 287. He had a hot week last week, and he tailed off a little bit, so Billy trying to get it going again. Buckner playing right field. Three home runs, 22 runs batted in. So Billy is in now. They play him a little bit to the right in the outfield. Santo is up at third. Banks not too deep at first. Pappas ready to pitch. Swung and a drive into right field, well hit. Hickman going over and makes the catch for the out. So a line drive out by Buckner to right field. One away, the batter will be Downing. Downing, a good hitting pitcher. Has an average of 217. He has 10 hits and four runs batted in. Ten, uh, two of his hits have been gone for doubles. There's Downing coming on to face Pappas. First game of the doubleheader here at Dodger Stadium. Downing, waiting now as the pitch comes in for a strike. No Pappas works in a hurry. Big right-hander checking signs with catcher Chris Canazero. 0-1 the count. Now the pitch on the way. Off-speed low for ball, and the count 1-1. One one. Santo at third, Kessinger at short, Becker at second, Banks at first. James in left, Davis in center, and Hickman is in right for Chicago. Canazero catching, and Pappas is the pitcher. 1-1 count, Downing waiting again. Swinging a foul, that bounced up and hit Al, and I think it hit him on the side of the face. Hit him on the right ear, around the neck perhaps, so Al walks out of there. And Eddie Sudol, the plate umpire, comes over to see about him, and Al got hit with his foul ball that hit the ground and bounced back up and hit him in the ear. I think he's all right. Danny Ozar comes down, and also trainer Bill Bueller coming out to check with him. Well, had that one hit him right around the ear on the right side. He wears an ear flap on the left side. Now, ironically enough, the ball came up and hit him on the right side. He's okay, gonna stay in. Sung a little bit. Al backs out before getting ready to go. One ball, two strikes to the Dodger pitcher, Al Downing. Now the pitch. Bounce towards the uh, shortstop. Santa comes in, short hops, and throws in time. Santa cutting in front of Kessinger to make the play. Two down, the batter will be Maury Wills, and Maury will Maury. wait a moment for Al to get back and have a seat. Wills grounded out his first time up. The Dodgers do not have a hit against Pappas. They have one batter on on a walk, Allen. The Cubs have one hit, a ground single by Davis, just under Wills' glove. Maury Wills coming up. Pappas ready and the wind up and the pitch on the way to Maury. Fastball for a strike, 0 and 1. Santo plays in on the grass, banks even with the bag at first. The outfield shifts to the left against Maury. They gap him in right center. Here's the pitch. Low with the breaking ball. One ball, one strike. First game of the Twinite doubleheader. 
Our second doubleheader at home this year is a curve low for a ball in the county of two and one. Two balls and one strike. Time called now. Played umpire Sudol wants to check the baseball. Now the pitch on the way to Morey. Breaking ball inside. Ball three and it's three and one. Will's waiting two out. Three one count. Crawford on deck. Pappas ready. Delivers. Way outside, he walked him, and so Wills is on, and Crawford will be coming up. Willie Crawford, left field. Here's Crawford stepping in now. comes in for a strike to Willie Crawford. Wills on at first. Crawford fouled out his first time up. Next pitch is outside for ball one and one. This is the second doubleheader for the Dodgers at home. They will have one more scheduled at home, a Sunday doubleheader in September against Atlanta, September the 19th. One-on-one the count, Wills going. Here's Canizaro's throw down. He's safe. The ball goes into center field. Wills is up and will hold on now. He was pinned there by Kessinger. Could not get out from under the pile. And so he could not advance the third. As Brock Davis came in quickly, it'll be a stolen base for Wills. So Maury steals it. That's his eighth of the year. He has been caught six times. All right, Crawford, waiting now with a two-and-one count, trying to get the run in. Dodgers still looking for their first base hit. Wills at second to pick. Looked into left center field. Davis coming fast for it. A running, diving catch. He took a base hit away from Willie. Racing in and skidding to his knee to handle the ball for the out to retire the side. So a fine play by center fielder Brock Davis. No runs, no hits, one left, and the score at the end of three innings of play. Cubs nothing, Dodgers nothing. Fed to figuring out the weekly shopping list, what meats to serve for supper? That's the big question. One meat some homemakers tend to overlook is sausage. Oh, sure, they serve Parmesan sausage for breakfast, but you know, it's also a hearty, wholesome main meal meat, too. Parmesan makes his sausage with all the best meat, not just the trimmings, so it's extra nourishing and satisfying. He uses only finest eastern corn-fed pork, and it's fresher than fresh because it's dressed fresh right here in the West. Then Farmer John seasons his sausage to an old-time Western recipe to give a wonderful Western flavor to every lean, luscious morsel. And when you compare Farmer John's sausage with other meats, you'll discover how inexpensive it is. Yes, Farmer John's sausage has everything going for it, whether you serve it for breakfast or supper. Farmer John's sausage, gold medal winner at the California State Fair. And remember, it's the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Farmer John. No scores. We go along into the fourth inning. More play. Let's go back to finish. All right, Jerry. For the Cubs, it'll be Jim Hickman, the number three hitter in the lineup, followed by Ron Santo. 
And then Cleo James. Al Downing, shaken up by his own foul ball there in the third inning, about ready to go to work in the fourth. Shadows now starting to reach out and take over parts of the field as Downing delivers. Big slow curve for a strike, 0 1. Pickman flied to right field in the first inning when Buckner handled three out there. Downing comes back with a strike one pitch, and a palm ball is fouled away, and the count 0 2. Willie Crawford is safely ensconced in the shadow and left now. Davis and Buckner still fighting it. Richie Allen is in a wedge of shade, covering third. 0-2, the count to Jim Hickman. Downing into the windup, and the left-handed delivers high and inside, and Hickman drops to his right knee, not taking any chances. 1-2, the count. Dodgers try to win their 49th game. Downing delivers. Palm ball is a one-hopper banged in the left field. A base hit for Jimmy. So Hickman makes a turn and holding, and the throw comes into Will. That's hit number two for the Cubs. The Dodgers do not have a hit. And the batter is Ron Santo. Santo walked in the second inning. Ron, as he stands at the plate, hitting 297 with 15 home runs, six televised back to Chicago. The strike one pitch to Santo, high and outside, one and one. We're in the fourth, no score, so Al Downing in another one of those things. His last time up, he had to go and wait until the ninth inning when Willie Davis got a run over, and the Dodgers beat San Diego one to nothing, and he's scoreless in the fourth today. Al straightens up. The 1-1 pitch to Santo is popped in the air. Will's going out. Let's watch him now and see what he does in this kind of a play. Waiting, makes it, drops it, picks it up, throws to Lefevre, who's going to run over and tag Hickman. And this looks like Lefevre. Hickman was running on his own. That should be a double play if they got Santo. If Hickman just went, we'll watch the umpires. If Santo was out on the pop fly, Hickman would be out for running on his own. That's the play that... We're not very happy with, but it's the rule. DeRocher is coming out. The base runner runs on his own now. And they're going to have to explain it. It will caught the ball and then intentionally drops it. If the base runner is suckered into it, he's out. That's the rule. It is the worst rule. It's a rule that, that we got quite hot about, I guess, so it sounded when we were playing San Diego and Will did it. But the one thing that does seem so unfair, you are asking the base runners to realize that Wills has intentionally dropped the ball. So very simply, the rule states that if an infielder intentionally drops a pop fly, the batter is out, and the base runner is running on his own wrist. So if it is ruled that Wills intentionally dropped it, the batter, Santo, who hit it, is out, and Hickman was running on his own. Because I still think that baseball ought to take this rule out of the books, but it's in the books, and there's not much they can do about it. Mel Steiner is explaining it to the lion, and you know what? There's not a thing he can do about it. They have taken the teeth away from Leo the lion. Now, if the umpires just rule that Wills did not catch the ball, then it would just be a force play on Hickman. So Santa was standing there. But if the umpires have ruled that Wills caught the ball, then it's a double play. There's no thing they can do about it, because when Hickman started a run, he was running on his own. And I agree with you, it's a miserable rule, but it's there. And of course, you give Wills a lot of credit for understanding it, and the umpires are handcuffed. 
There's no way the umpires can inform the runner. That's what I think is so unfair about it. The runner is watching. He can't tell that Wills has intentionally dropped it. But the Cubs are done. And all they have to do is talk to Preston Gomez and the rest of the San Diego Padres. And that would be the second scalp dangling from Will's belt. It'll be a double play, and it's just a matter of Leo finally swallowing it. And boy, to say, well, what did Chris just say about a bone in the throat? Well, this rule is, believe me, a bone in the throat of baseball. It should be thrown out. But it's in the book. So the double play, there isn't a thing they can do about it. We went round and round about it with Al Barlett's quartet here and the San Diego Padres. And now with Rocha. So here goes Santo. It's a double play, and the Cubs go back to the dugout. It, I just hope that the various people who can do it, they're not going to listen to some radio announcer beat his gums and say, hey, we ought to change the rules. But, boy, it's about time the fellas who make the game sick the official sat down and said, hey, this rule has an odor about it. It's not fair. It's not fair to ask the umpires to read intent when a pitcher throws close to a batter. Then why should a base runner have to read intent on a pop fly to an infielder? It's the second time the Dodgers have gotten away with it in a little more than a week. And the Lion has gotten his tail tied in a knot and he goes back to the dugout. It's a double play. The double play, 6-4. Wills is the guy. He's the wizard. He's, he's one of the few players in the league. In fact, in watching everybody, he was the only player in the league who realized the runner runs on his own. And that's the second runner he's gotten. So two down. And the batter now is Cleo James. He pokes one to right field. That's a base hit. Buckner comes over and gets it. Cleo a turn and holding. So if you're scoring, that's a double play. Wills handles the pop fly. Then throws to Lefevre, who tags Hickman. Hickman didn't have to run. But the rotten part of the rule is there's no way that they can inform him in time. Two down. And the batter is blockaded. Two of you scoring. The double play is 6-4. Then James follows with a single to right. And here's Brock Davis, who singled just under Will's glove in the second inning. Downing, ready, and delivers. Fastball hit off the plate. A big chopper to Lefevers. He has to hurry to get a guy like Brock, and he does. And the inning is over. Thanks to the heady play by Will. Thanks to a loophole in the rules. And the Cubs are turned away. No runs. Two hits. One left. At the end of three and a half innings, no score. two-bedroom Kachina cabin in the pines without spending a lot of money, without being stuck out in the middle of nowhere. For $14,450, this could be your summer home away from the city or your year-round residence. You can own both land and Kachina cabin for just $14,450. You're a few miles from Flagstaff, where you'll find fine shopping, restaurants, and convenience stores. Kachina Village, a master plan community, smack dab in the middle of the most wonderful country ever. Fresh, clear spring water, smog-free skies, the smell of clean air. There's fishing, hiking, swimming, hunting, horseback riding. Seeing is believing in Katina Village, a very pleasant two hours north of Phoenix on the Black Canyon Highway. Look for the sign that says Katina Village. This is Kitty Country. Bottom of the fourth inning, no score in the ballgame. 
The Cubs have been decoyed by the Slim Flam Man, Maury Wills. And now Willie Davis, Richie Allen, and Wes Parker will be coming up with the Dodgers in the fourth. Walter Olsen and Plate Umpire Ed Tudor are discussing it, but of course Olsen can say you should have been here last week. The Dodgers rehearsed that play against San Diego. And on that high pop fly, as Wills backed out, it was the first thought we had. Watch what he'll do with this. And sure enough, he baited Hickman. The batter, Willie Davis. No score, bottom of the fourth inning. Peanut Lowry in the Cub dugout, explaining to apparently some of the young infielders exactly what happened. Pappas delivers, Willie runs up to bunt, but takes a strike instead in the count 0-1. No runs, three hits for Chicago. No runs, no hits for the Dodgers. Half is ready, milk strike one pitch. Is popped in the air around the plate. Canizero in foul ground, throws his mask away. Under it, makes the catch. One away. And the batter is Ricky Allen, who walked in the second inning. Bill Pappas has not allowed a hit for three and a third. We have no score in the ball game. Downing has allowed a couple of singles. Now Pappas ready and delivers, and it's whacked into right field. Base hit for Ricky. Over to get it is Hickman on two hops. So a one-out single by Ricky Allen breaks the spell, and the batter will be Wes Parker. Parker, switch hitting first baseman, batting left-handed. Pappas ready and deals, and that's a strike. Inside corner, a throw to first, Allen back to the bag. 0-1. Pappas again straightens up. The strike one pitch, off speed and away. And the count, one ball and one strike. Duke Sims in the on-deck circle. One out, fourth inning, no score. The Cubs with three hits, the Dodgers with one hit. First of two, Pappas deals, Parker takes high. West with a seven-game hitting streak, get back to the box in the second inning. If you are driving home, or in case you haven't heard about it, the Astros beat the Giants today, 18-4. to Parker hits the ground ball at shortstop. Kessinger to Becker, it's a throw to first, not in time. you had to wait for Becker. Glenn was playing Parker to pull. He was deep in the hole on the right side. And of course, while Kessinger waited for Becker to run to second base, Parker was running to first, so they lost the chance at the double play. Simple force, and here's Duke Sims. Sims popped up in the second inning. He's 0 for 1. Standing off the rubber for the moment while Sims fusses with the dirt, had a look at Danny Ozark. Parker does not do too much base stealing. He's three out of five. The pitch low and away, ball one, one and all. Oh. No score. Bottom of the fourth, two out. 
Giants lost it. I just trying to get rich today against a good club, the Cubs, who've been playing very well. Parker goes. Sims takes the strike. The throw down. He's stolen it. He was way around the tag by Kessinger. For Parker, that is his fourth stolen base. West stole eight last year. And then two years in a row, he had only four. West averages about seven stolen bases a year in his big league career. So he's there to be picked up now. One and one the count. One and one the count to Duke Sims with two outs. Parker at second base. No score in the fourth. Pappas at the belt. Note delivers. And as a line drive to right, face it down the line. Pappas will score. And the Dodgers lead one to nothing. Before Lefebvre, let's pause for station identification. It's the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. One to nothing in favor of the Dodgers. Allen singled with one out. Parker forced him and stole second. And Duke Sims singled to right to pick him up. For the Duke, his 15th run batted in. Now Lefevre at the plate, and Pappas deals, and it's swung on and missed. Jimmy struck out in the second inning. One-nothing Dodgers in the fourth. Pappas, head down, thinking over his pitches. Sims a short lead held on by Banks. Lefevre chased a bad pitch and didn't get it. The back of Canizero's mitt hit the dirt in the right-hand hitter's box. So Jimmy backed out for a moment. 0-2 the count. The mound is cut in half by shadows and sun. And fingers of shadow go from the mound over towards first base. The strike two pitch. Outside, ball one. One and two. Here's the one-two pitch on the way. Lefevre swings and misses. So Pappas ties a noose around him again. That's the second time he struck Jimmy out. But the Dodgers get a run on two hits. And at the end of four, Dodgers one, Cubs nothing. We all know what low-lead gasoline will do for the air. It's a practical, easy way for all of us to do something about pollution. All right, Marge. Your bags are in the trunk. Do you have the map the Union 76 dealer gave you? Really, George, I'm only going to be gone three days. I know, Marge, but it pays to be careful. Do you have the Union 76 credit card? Yes, George. Now, let's see. You'll call me as soon as you get there. Yes, George. Now, watch the fuel gauge and the oil. And the Union dealer fill the windshield washer and check the tires. Everything's fine. I know it is, George. Now, relax. It's only a 75-mile drive. I know, Marge, but you can't be too careful. People just don't have the same old spirit nowadays. And remember, Marge, if anything, if anything at all seems to be going wrong, stop, stop at a Union, Union 76, 76 station. station. They'll help. That's right. Whenever you need driving help, be it repair work or only direction, stop at a Union 76 service station. That's why we're there, to help you. And we don't act like we're doing you a favor either, because we feel you're doing us a favor just by stopping in. George, what do you plan to do those three days I'm gone? You know, a lot. I love your spirit. The spirit of 76 lives at Union Oil. Through four innings, the Dodgers leading the Cubs one to nothing. One run, two hits for the Dodgers. No runs, three hits, and no errors for the Cubs. Al Downing and Mill Pappas. The second game will feature the veteran and the rookie. 
Juan Cesaro will be pitching for the Cubs and for the Dodgers, 20-year-old Doyle Alexander. Ernie Banks, Chris Canizero, and Milt Pappas in that order as we move into the fifth inning. Banks waiting at the plate. Al Downing looks in for a sign. Left-hander ready in the fastball. A strike. 0-1. So if you are starting dinner now, you don't have to hurry up. Just take your time. we got lots of good baseball ahead of you tonight. The strike one pitch. Curveball just outside. A two-handed gesture by Tudor to indicate it was off the corner. And the count one and one. Downing to the windup and the 1-1 pitch on the way. Fastball, a big chopper to Allen. He leaps in the air to one-hand it, rips the ball and throws him out. What made the play work for Allen, Banks runs very slowly now down to first base. Ernie's knees are giving him a very bad time. And with Allen leaping in the air, coming down, having to really set the grip and then throw, and he still threw him out by plenty. So it was a... A long run. It was much more than 90 feet for Banks, all uphill. One away, and Chris Canizero, the batter. Eddie Sudol has become the inspector general back of the plate. He's been checking that baseball carefully, particularly the ball when delivered by Pappas, and now he had a look at that one. One out, and here's Chris Canizero. Canizero hit into a force play in the second inning. Right-hand hitting catcher on deck, Mill Pappas. Downing ready, Al delivers, fastball for a strike. Dodgers leading 1-0, Duke Sims singled home Parker, who had forced Allen and stolen second. The strike one pitch on the way, fastball just outside, 1-1. One one. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. Fastball, pop foul, back of the plate. No play for Sims. He's going to come back to the screen and can't get it. On the other side of the screen, bouncing in. One and two. Chris Canizero hitting with one out in the fifth inning. slowly back up to the plate. Dodgers leading one to nothing. The Giants lost today. Here's the one-two pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. The palm ball got him swinging. So Downing picks up his third strikeout. And Mill Pappas, a good hitting pitcher. He's at 18 home runs in his career. Coming up. Pappas has a half a dozen hits this year. One double and a run batted in. Milt, right-hand batter. Boy, a beautiful evening in the ballpark. Pappas hits one foul outside of third. 0-1. Downing with a new ball. Back to home play, just rubbing it up. Sims wigwags the sign out. And downing ready. Here's a strike one pitch to Pappas. Breaking ball fouled away up along third to Peanut Flowery in the count 0 and 2. 
First of two. Doyle Alexander and Juan Cesaro in the nightcap. Downing into the windup and the strike two pitch. Fastball blew him down. So they're gone in order. And at the end of four and a half innings, Dodgers one, Cubs nothing. Schlitz, Milwaukee in the world. get one crack at life and you gotta live it with all the presto you can. You never do. Even the beer you Schwitz. Why settle for less? When you're out of Schwitz, you're out of beer. of the fifth inning. The Dodgers one run, two hits. The Cubs no runs, three hits. The Dodgers put their two hits together for the run in the fourth inning. After being held hitless for three and a third innings, Richie Allen lined a single to right. Parker forced him. And as we said, they couldn't get the double play because Beckett was playing Parker to pull and Kessinger had to wait for him to come to the bag. And by that time, Parker beat the throw to first. Then West was able to steal second and Sim single to drive in the run. On the message board, a question and a lengthy answer. And the last part of the answer, Chicago of the year, selected as the greatest Cub ever in his 19th season, Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks. And the reason for the roar of applause in the background. That's the title of Ernie's book, Mr. Cub, co-authored with Jimmy Enright. John Hall had a nice column on the book, and we would recommend it. as one of those happy, good books on baseball and on quite a man. The pitch to Bill Buckner outside, ball one, one and oh. Pappas comes back, and the fastball is low. Ball two. Buckner flied to right field in the third inning. He's 0 for 1. Pappas, arms dangling, now ruddy. And the 2-0 pitch is lifted to center field. Brock Davis comes up in a patch of shade and makes the catch. One away. We're waiting for Al Downing. Downing grounded to third in the third inning. After his own foul ball jumped up and bit him on the right side of the head. Al, right hand batter. Pappas reading signs. Now comes to Downing for a strike. Al has ten hits, including two doubles and four home runs. And he's a great guy to have up there if you need a sacrifice. He has bunted successfully for sacrifices six times. The pitch to Al Low, one and one. Bill Hands of the Cubs is another fellow who's a good mutter to move a runner along. Downing whacks it to right center field and there's nobody there. Davis and Hickman converging. It's Hickman making a nice running catch. Al Downing goes out to Jim Hickman in right center. That made it a particularly good catch for Hickman. He had to get a jump squinting into the sun. Davis could not have gotten there. So two out, and here is Maury Wells. Grounded out and walked, 0 for 1. He has already had his fine hand in this ballgame when he put on a repeat performance. 
the play that had upset the Padres last week, nailed the Cubs in the fourth inning. Pappas ready and deals, and Morey lifts one to shallow left center field. Davis and James and Cleo James makes the catch. The Dodgers are gone in a hurry, and at the end of five, Dodgers won, Cubs nothing. Sometimes Farmer John tosses out a remark that makes me do a double take. Now, just the other day, he said a Farmer John ham is like a baseball game. What he meant, he said, is that both give you a lot of action for your money. Consider, he added, how much lean, red, high-protein meat you get from a Farmer John ham butt or shank for the low cost per pound. Plus, Farmer John ham provides a bonus in flavors. Farmer John smokes his ham two to three times as long as some people over native Western wood to give it a marvelous Western flavor all its own. The first time you bake Farmer John ham, you can tell the difference. And when you make leftover ham dishes, the wonderful Western flavor comes through loud and clear. Most meats do for just one meal. A Farmer John ham makes three or four low-cost family feasts. So for meat that's as easy on your budget as it is pleasing, get Farmer John ham, gold medal winner at the California State Fair. It's the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Through five innings, the Dodgers leading the Cubs one to nothing. A run, two hits for the Dodgers. No runs, three hits for the Cubs. Between games tonight, we'll have the 65-voice choir of Whittier's First Nazarene Church in a patriotic musicale called In God We Trust under the direction of Ed Anderson. That should indeed be pleasant to the ear. 65 voices of the Whittier's First Nazarene Church. Well, we've had quite a five. Pappas and Downing battling this thing out, and Al is shading Milt so far, one to nothing. Half of the infield in shade now. All of left field in shade. But still a very bright sky. Don Kessinger, Glenn Beckert, and Jim Hickman in that order. In the sixth, one nothing Dodgers. Kessinger flied to right and struck out. Kessinger does not make a habit of striking out. In 320 at-bats, he's only struck out 25 times. Fastball over low, ball one. Sudoff brought up the right hand, but only to indicate him with a downward gesture that the pitch was low. Allen, even, in fact, a step up inside the bag at third. The next one high, ball two. This first game is so important to both clubs, of course, because of the fact there is a slight pitching shortage for tomorrow night. The 2-0 pitch inside. So Downing is missed low, outside, and inside. 3-0 the count. Al into his windup, and the 3-0 pitch to Beckard. Very high. He was about as wild as he can get. He was low, he was high and away, he was inside, and he was high and inside. Usually you see or hear of a pitcher being wild high or low high, but... He just missed in all four directions. The batter, Glenn Beckers. Second walk given up by Al Downing. The Cubs like to play hit and run. Any club that Leo DeRocher ever had anything to do with like to play hit and run. And this is an ideal combination. So Downing has to watch it now. There they go. They're playing it. A big bouncer over Allen's head. Base hit. Kessinger keeps on going to third. Crawford gets the ball back in. So you had just about enough time to think hit and run. And there it was. You're not second-guessing anybody, but you wonder why the Dodgers didn't at least have a pitch out on the first pitch, because that was a pretty obvious call on a DeRocher club. So first and third, and nobody out, and the batter is Jim Hickman. 
So a walk followed by a base hit to left. First and third, nobody out. And Hickman flied to right and single to left. One for two. Downing ready, Al delivers. Curveball is belted to left field, and that's going to go all the way. just bombed a three-run home run to left field, and perhaps the tip-off on the inning was the way Downing walked Kessinger. He missed in four different spots on four pitches. Then the hit-run single and a three-run home run, and the Cubs now are leading three to one in the sixth inning, nobody out, and Ron Santo the batter. Fastball is low, ball one. For Al Downing, that's the ninth home run he has allowed. In 145 innings. So 3-1 Chicago. And the 1-0 pitch on the way. Fastball off the glove of Downing. He's running after it. Picks it up and has no play. That'll be a base hit for Ron Santo. to slam one off Downing's mitt. And now the left fielder, Cleo James, coming up. Cleo James popped up and single to right. He's one for two. No one throwing yet in the Dodger bullpen. Downing was moving along nicely through five innings, but here in the sixth, a walk, a hit and run single, a long home run into the Dodger bullpen by Jim Hickman. By the way, that home run by Hickman was his 14, and he has 37 runs batted in. Downing delivers, low and inside, ball one. And I think it is not so much a loss of stuff that it is a lack of control that is plaguing Downing. Pete Nicholson gets up in the Dodger bullpen. One and oh, the count to Cleo James. Downing set at the belt, Al's one oh pick way outside. So when a man starts missing in all directions, he's hurting. It's not just one flaw in his delivery. The downing is missing inside, outside, up and down. 2-0, the count to Cleo James. Santo at first, held on by Parker. 3-1 Cubs in the sixth. Al reading Sim straightens up. The 2-0 pitch, breaking ball for a strike. 2-1. After James comes Brock Davis. First game of a twilight night doubleheader. And the Dodgers have came home walking on air, were brought down to earth hard last night by Ferguson Jenkins, and they're now tasting a little salt here in the first of two tonight. Downing straightens up, looks at Santo, the 2-1 pitch, high, ball three, so he's hurting. His control is way off, and he's struggling. Davis has a look at Peanuts Lowry, three and one to count. James one for two. The left hand hitting Brock Davis, the center fielder on deck. Fastball is low and inside. He has not hit any wild spot twice. He has been all around the plate. So Downing is struggling, and with nobody out, Brock Davis the batter. It really happened all of a sudden. In the fifth inning, he threw strike after strike to get Banks, Canizero, and Pappas. He struck out Canizero and Pappas, and now he just can't put the ball where he wants it. Brock Davis singled 
He skidded one by Wills and grounded out. He's one for two. And Downing in trouble. And Parker comes up looking for the bunt. Allen's already on the grass. Downing at the belt. And then backs off the rubber and the runners retreat. So Downing is on the ropes and Sims out to talk to him now. Al walked Santo in the first inning, but then appeared to settle down. But he not only has walked two here in the sixth, he has been all over it. Up and down, inside, outside. It's one thing you see a pitcher lose a little control and a pitching coach goes out and says, well, you're releasing the ball too early or you're doing this or you're doing that. But when you're wild all over, there's not very much they can do. All right, Davis waiting, downing ready. Davis is bunting and pulls away the pitch inside. A throw to Wills, not in time to get Santo. One ball and no strikes to count. DeRocher comes up the steps showing some concern. Santo getting back to the bag. Apparently felt a muscle pull and Leo now says, wait a minute, I want to make sure he's all right. He's in scoring position, and I'll find out for myself. So Leo is advancing to second base. Peanuts Lowry goes over there to see whether Santo is all right or not. Ron went back awkwardly, and I think it would be his right leg that bothered him, and Leo is checking with him right this minute. Santo has appeared in 80 games. This is his 81st game. So he's played in them all. And Leo wants to make sure he can continue. The Cubs are leading 3-1. to one. The Dodgers got a run in the fourth inning. But here in the sixth, a walk, a hit-and-run single, and a home run. They've given the Cubs three. And with nobody out, they have two more men aboard. The Giants were knocked flat up at Candlestick today. The Astros ran up one side and down the other. They beat the Giants 18-4. to four. And the Dodgers, losing last night, are losing today. Santo apparently did not satisfy his manager. Leo didn't like the answers, and Paul Popovich will run for him and stay in the game. So Popo goes trotting out towards second base. Popovich at second. Cleo James at first. Nobody out. And Brock Davis at the plate to count one ball and no strike. So two fellas who really make the Cubs move are not in this game now. Pepitone could not answer the bell at the start, and Sato has to come out here in the sixth. But with all of that, the Cubs are leading 3-1. to one. The Dodgers still looking for the bun. Parker and Allen on the grass. Downing peering into Sims. Popovich and James take their leads, and Davis backs out. Brock, a Los Angeles boy. He had two hits last night. He went two for four. His first hit drove in the third Chicago run last night. Here's the pitch. Davis looks, and it's low. Ball two. So Downing is like a man struggling to stay afloat. The way Pappas is pitching, the Dodgers can certainly ill afford the Cubs piling up any kind of a sizable lead. And this is an inning where they threaten to do just that. Downing straightens up. The 2-0 pitch, Davis around to bunt, takes very high. So he hasn't missed in the same spot twice. And Downing is very close to being hooked. Richie Allen comes over from third to holler something to him. 
with that desperate feeling that comes over the veteran or a rookie, it's all alike, they suddenly can't throw a strike. 3-0 to Brock Davis. Downing deals, Davis takes a strike, 3-1. Cubs three, Dodgers one in the sixth inning. Nobody out. Popovich and James taking their leads. 3-1 pitch, Davis takes high, the bases are loaded. And this is as wild as we've seen Downing. It's not just a matter of missing. It's the way he is missing, and here comes Walter Olsen. There are three ways to be wild in the big leagues. One way to be wild is to really just miss and be wild in one spot. Another way to be wild is not to walk anybody, but no matter how you try and put the ball, it winds up directly over the plate and the hitters bang it away. And the third way to be wild is the way Downing is wild, and that means curtains. He is wild high, he is wild low, he is wild inside, he is wild outside, and you just can't hang around doing that. So the hook is in and Downing's coming out and Pete Mickelson will be picking up for him. And that's a great spot to get Mickelson. The base is loaded, nobody out, and Ernie Banks will be the batter. But Pete is trying to put the reins to a runaway Cub. They won last night. They're leading today. And so the Giants and the Dodgers had their big two-game series. Each club, no doubt, looking forward to the weekend series. And each club paying a price. And Downing comes out. So Al, who has fit sensational ball in his last seven games, lost his control and comes out in the sixth inning. He can't win, he can only lose. Or have nothing to do with it, depending upon the Dodger hitters against Pappas, and depending upon how Mickelson can do in quieting Chicago. We got some time, let's spend it with Jerry. All right, Vinny, on the scoreboard, Houston beat San Francisco today, 18 to four. They have won six straight and nine out of 10. The Giants have lost seven out of 10. Durker, the winner, Ray relieved in the sixth inning after they piled up the big lead. They scored 10 runs in the fourth inning. Stone was the loser, relieved by Robertson, Carruthers, Bryant, and McMahon. Cincinnati, with a five-game losing streak going, opened up on a bad note as Pittsburgh scored five in the first inning and lead them five to nothing. That's Nolan for, Pitt, uh, for Cincinnati and Johnson for Pittsburgh. Montreal over New York, 12 to seven in a day game. The Mets now have lost seven out of eight. Morton was the winner and Williams the loser, and Morton had a home run his first of the year. Philadelphia leads Atlanta one to nothing at the end of uh, an inning and a half. St. Louis at San Diego a little later. Gibson and Kirby. In the American League, the Senators and Baltimore no score at the end of two innings of play. And Boston over Cleveland at, in the first game four to nothing. Cleveland leads the second game four to one in the first inning. New York, Detroit later. Oakland, Chicago later. Kansas City, Milwaukee later. And California, Minnesota also later. All right, let's go back to the action here, and here's Vinny. All right, Jay, and Leo DeRosia now, smelling a chance for a big inning, has decided to go for broke. He has lifted Ernie Banks, and Billy Williams will hit with the bases loaded and nobody out. That is a considerable improvement for the Chicago picture in many ways. First of all, Williams is hitting almost 200 points higher than Banks. Secondly, Williams is a left-handed batter against Mickelson. And thirdly, Williams runs so much better than Banks on the bad knees. So the situation has gotten tougher now that Mickelson has been brought in. He gets Williams. So Billy, who was to rest the first game, comes up now with a chance to break it wide open. The Cubs are leading 3-1. to one. 
Duke Sims in a lengthy conversation with Pete Mickelson. Downing went five innings plus, is charged with at least three runs, a half a dozen hits, four walks, and four strikeouts. And oddly enough, his troubles should come in the sixth inning, right after he finished the fifth, striking out the last two batters that he faced. Now here's Billy Williams with 50 runs batted in. Mickelson out of a stretch and a sinker is grounded to Lefevre. He goes to Wills and he has no further play. In fact, Davis went in high to first base and I think Wills' right arm hit Davis so he was unable to throw it all. So it's only a fourth play. One out. Four to one Chicago. And the batter is Chris Canizero. That run, of course, is charged to Downing. Canizero with Cleo James at third. Canizero is always a risk as far as hitting into a double play. With James at third, a fast man, the Dodgers have to worry about a possible squeeze. Last night, in a similar situation in the fifth inning, Canizero hit into a double play. Mickelson delivers. Chris hits a ground ball back a second. Backhanded to Lefevre. Over to Wills. The Porter double play. That was an outstanding double play. I wish you had that on film to look at all winter. Lefebvre backhanding the ball on the dead run behind second, flipped to Wills, who made a full turn and fired the first to double up Canizero, who was hit by lightning again. The Dodgers get out of it cheaply enough. Four runs for the Cubbies on three hits. One left, and at the end of five and a half, Cubs four, Dodgers one. For the Cubs, they make several changes now. Billy Williams had hit for Banks. Jim Hickman, who started the game in right field, takes over at first base. Paul Popovich, who ran for Ron Santo, stays in at third. And Johnny Callison comes off the bench and goes into right field. So the Cubs defensively, you have an infield of Hickman and Becker, Kessinger and Popovich, an outfield of James Davis and Callison, and a battery of Pappas and Canizero. So it is four to one Chicago. And the Dodgers limited to only two hits through five innings. They've got to go to the whip or else. And it'll be Willie Crawford to start it off. Crawford fouled out and then lost a hit on a fine catch by center fielder Brock Davis. And Willie fouls the first one away on one. The ball wedging into the backstop screen. And the ball boy hands it to a youngster who couldn't get it out. Much to the delight of the crowd, 0-1 the count. Pappas into the windup, back he comes, change, hit off the plate, a high chopper to Beckett. Glenn in a hurry, throws in the dirt, dug out by Hickman. Good play. And Crawford is retired, one away. Willie Davis. Willie Davis slide to center and fouled out. He's 0 for 2. Bottom of the sixth inning of the first game. The Cubs, four runs, six hits. Three-run home run by Jim Hickman has been the big blow. The Dodgers, just one run, two hits. They have not hit the ball hard against Pappas at all. Milt ready and delivers. Fastball popped up, and it'll be the shortstop, Kessinger, going out on the rim. He makes it look easy. Two away. So the Dodgers had two base hits 
for a run in the fourth inning, and that's the only sound they've made so far. And Richie Allen coming up. Richie walked and singled to right to get the first hit off campus. Sims base hit to right, scored the only Dodger run. Milt has a shutout this year. He is 8-8 eight and eight with the league. He has a decision for every game he started, like Ferguson Jenkins. Breaking ball, a strike to Richie, 0-1. His ERA is 4, and he is leading by 3. Two out, sixth inning, 4-1 Chicago. Pappas ready in the strike one pitch. Fastball inside, driving Allen away, 1-1. One one. We're only in the bottom of the sixth. The first game of a Twilight Night doubleheader. Pappas, who works quickly, comes back 1-1 one, one, and missed inside, ball two. 2-1, two the count to Ritchie. Allen, one for one, hitting about 270 as he stands at the plate. His highest average for the year. 2-1 pitch to Rich. Swung on and missed, strike two. Allen's base hit in the fourth was his 76. A rather familiar number in these parts. The 2-2 pitch to Richie. Swung on and missed, and down he goes. So Papp is getting tougher. He's retired seven straight, and at the end of six, Cubs four, Dodgers one. Cases, maps? They're all in the car, George. Well, it's been a great vacation so far, but tonight we'll be in the... What's the matter, George? The car won't start. Don't even turn over. Oh, now what? At home, I could just call Harry over at the Union 76 station. I know Harry does a good job, but so far from home, I don't know who to go to. Nobody's got the old spirit anymore, Marge. George, look up a Union 76 dealer in the directory. I bet they're friendly even away from home. You can rely on Union 76 when you're far from home. Our dealers from coast to coast will do their best to solve your problem and get you going again. And at Union 76, we try to make a smile standard equipment. Marge, that Union 76 guy was friendly. He told me what was wrong with the car over the phone. It was nothing serious then? Not really. I uh, forgot to take it out of drive. <laughs> the spirit of 76 lives at Union Oil. Through six innings, the Cubs, four runs, six hits, and no errors. Dodgers, one run, two hits, and no errors. It was scoreless for three. The Dodgers led one to nothing at the end of four, one to nothing at the end of five, and then the Cubs picked up a big four in the sixth inning to chase Al Downing. Let's go to the seventh, and for more play, here's Jerry. All right, Vinny, and Milt Pappas will start it off. He has flied out and struck out in two tries, and Pete Mickelson ready to go to work. Pete came in and did a great job to slow down the Cubs. You got Williams on a forced play and Canazera on a double play on a great play by Jimmy LaFever. And now he starts out with Pappas, the pitcher. So Pete getting set to go here. Cubs leading four to one. Now the windup and the pitch on the way to Milt. Bounced wide to third and over Allen on into left field. It'll be a base hit for Pappas. Allen went to his left and the ball took a big high hop over his left shoulder. So Pappas singles to left field. Hit number seven and here is Kessinger coming up. He has flied out, struck out and walked. And the walk started the sixth inning. Troubles of Al Downing. All right, Kessinger coming on with Beckert and then Hickman to follow. Second game of the series, first game of the doubleheader. Second game tonight will be Juan Pizarro and Doyle Alexander. Here's the look now, and they check in the pitch. Taken low for a ball. One ball, no strikes. One and oh. 
One ball and no strike count. Kessinger turns around out of bat from the left side with Mickelson going. Now the pitch. They're looking for the bunt. It's first base way. Parker Fields goes to second base in time, and there's no play at first. So they get the force out on the bunt. Parker down to Wills. And that'll bring on Glenn Beckert. Had a hit-and-run single to left field in the sixth inning. And that set it up for Jim Hickman's home run. Glenn Beckert. Beckert the batter, one home run, 22 RBIs, and a 348 batting average. One out, one on. Papa singled, was forced on Kessinger's bunt. Now Mickelson ready to go again. Beckert, right-hand batter, and a good one. He's third in the league in hitting with his 348 average. And he's right behind Willie Davis. Willie at 350 starting tonight. He is 0 for 3, and Beckert is 1 for 3. Now the look in the pitch. Strike call on the inside corner, 0 and 1. Beckert has a look at third base coach, Peanuts Lowry. 0-1 the count with one away. Cubs leading 4-1. We're in the top of the seventh inning. First game of the doubleheader. Now the pitch on the way. Breaking ball low. One ball, one strike. Out on deck, Jim Hickman, who's now playing first base for the Cubs. One and one. Pete set again. The look is a pop-up. Foul behind the plate. Sims digging back for it. This one's going to be out of play over the backstop. Strike two, ball one to Glenn Becker. The Cubs will make their final visit to Dodger Stadium here tomorrow night. It'll be our last game of the Cubs this year. One ball, two strikes. Now again, Beckard waiting. Kessinger a short lead away from Parker as Mickelson looks down, and now Beckard backs out. Once again, Beckard in there ready to go. Mickelson out of a stretch in the 1-2 pitch. Ground ball to third. Allen has it. Down to second base. One, and no other play as Kessinger takes the fever out with a rolling slide in there, and Jimmy goes down in the dirt and had no chance to make a play. So a force play, five to four, third to second, two away, and here's Hickman. Hickman hit a home run deep to left field, his 14th of the year. He has driven in three of the Cub runs. He has two hits. Jim now playing first base, batting average 228. He has 13, 14 home runs and 37 runs batted in. Two outs, man on first base, Beckert. Cubs four, Dodgers one, seventh inning. Nicholson set again in the pitch. In for a strike. Good sinker at the knees, 0 and 1. Strike one count. Hickman, big, strong, right hand batter. Now again, Nicholson ready. Backs off. Pete looks at first. Becker to short lead. Now he's over there again in the pitch. Low inside a throw to first base. Becker comes back in head first. Sims firing down to Parker. Not in time. One ball, one strike, two outs. Yeah, 
Mickelson ready again on the pitch. Palm ball is in there for a strike. One and two. So he threw up that slow in that time, and Hickman let it go by. A ball and two strikes to Jim. All right, one ball and two strikes. Here's the look again in the pitch on the way. Fly ball to center field, and Davis comes up, makes the catch for the out. So Hickman is out on a liner to center, and the Cubs are retired in the seventh. No runs a hit, and one man left. The score at the end of six and a half. Cubs four, the Dodgers one. Schlitz, Milwaukee in the world. a second chance. So why settle the second best? Even in the beer you drink. When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. seventh inning. Crowd standing for the seventh inning stretch. Parker, Sims, Lefevre against Milt Pappas. Milt trying to get his ninth win of the year and his tenth lifetime victory against the Dodgers. Parker has been on on the force and bounced out to the pitcher. Here's the pitch on the way. Foul back over the screen. Strike one. Four to one. The Cubs lead. They exploded for four in the sixth inning after the Dodgers had scored one in the fourth. Pappas the starter still in there for Chicago. Downing was replaced by Mickelson in the sixth. Parker takes a strike at the outside corner. Oh and two the count to West. Hitting 294. Now the pitch. Ground ball to the left side. It's short. Backhanded by Kessinger. Long throw in time. And Parker is out. Good play by shortstop Don Kessinger. That brings on Duke Sims, who has a single to drive in the only Dodger run. Sims singled in the fourth inning to score Parker from second base. All right, Sims at bat. Pappas now has run his string to eight and retired in a row since Sims got the base hit in the fourth inning. So Milt, while he was with Atlanta, had a lot of trouble completing ball games, and he had almost gained the reputation of being a five-inning pitcher. But this year, he has completed seven games with the Cubs. This is his 17th start. So he's completed a lot of them. A swing and a miss, strike one. Milt always said they didn't have much faith in him in Atlanta, and they took him out too soon. He went to Chicago last year, and he's turned in to be quite a pitcher, which he was in the American League. 0-1 count. Sims backs out. On deck, Lefevre, and then Buckner. Now the windup, and down comes the pitch. Foul back over the screen, strike two. Milt Pappas, Cub right-hander.
0-2 the count. Duke Sims waiting. The Dodgers held to just two hits. They have a team batting average of 272. One point ahead of the Cubs. Now Pappas delivers off speed low for a ball. One ball, two strikes to Duke. The Dodgers had 11 hits last night but could score only one run. So they have the same total of runs scored on only two hits tonight. One and two. Now Pappas ready delivers. Inside around the knees, ball two and it's two and two. Pappas has walked two, he has struck out three. He has struck out Lefevre twice. Two and two, Sims out for a handful of dirt. Nice crowd on hand, but still plenty of good seats available here if you'd like to come out and see the second game and the remainder of this first one. You have a lot of time. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Duke pops it up foul out of play, and the count stays 2-2. Two and two. two balls and two strikes. Sims hitting 268 with two home runs and 14 runs batted in. Now Pappas checking signs again. Right-hander ready in the 2-2 pitch. Off-speed foul. Back to the screen. Hits the top and comes on over into the crowd. So it's 2-2 two and two and Sims again backs away as Pappas gets a new ball to work with. The fever on deck, then Buckner here in the seventh. Cubs lead four to one. Now again, the windup and the pitch on the way. Inside, ball three, breaking pitch into the knees. Three and two to Duke Sims. Cubs won last night behind Ferguson Jenkins, trying to make it two in a row here in this one. Three balls, two strikes, Sims waiting. Now the pitch. Ground ball to first base. Hickman there up with it. And will underhand to Pappas covering in time for the second out. So Sims out. Hickman to Pappas. Two down. And here's Lefevre. Jimmy has struck out twice tonight. Hitting 275 with eight home runs and 42 runs batted in. Buckner on deck. Bobby O'Brien throwing in the Dodger bullpen. Two outs. Lefevre waits. Here's the pitch from Pappas. Little low with the change. One ball and no strikes. Billy Buckner on deck. Lefevre backs out for a moment. Now goes in there again and Pappas checks his signs. He is Two and one with the Dodgers this year. It's a ground ball to the right side. Beckert up with it on a big bounce. Throws to first and the Dodgers go out one, two, three. And Pappas now has retired ten in a row. And the score at the end of seven, Cubs four and the Dodgers have one. Talking with Farmer John recently, he made an interesting point. He mentioned that when something is enjoyable, like baseball, it's enjoyable any time, day or night. And then he added, just about everyone enjoys bacon for breakfast. So why don't more people serve it for dinner now and then? Well, his idea makes sense. No other meat is so rich in flavor. And, of course, no other bacon can match the flavor of Farmer John's. The secret is in the old-time Western way. He smokes his bacon over native Western wood to give it a hearty, husky Western flavor all its own. Well, that's why so little stretches such a long way. 
to make it economical meat to serve. And Farmer John Bacon is extra lean, too, providing plenty of protein, as well as an abundance of food energy. So why not go along with Farmer John and try his bacon for dinner one of these evenings? Farmer John Bacon, gold medal winner at the California State Fair. It's the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. And remember, enjoyable anytime. Here's Danny Goodman's fine Dodger souvenir bargain package, all for $2, including mailing. A Dodger yearbook, a baseball digest, 20 Dodger player pictures, a Dodger scarf, and the pennants of all 12 National League clubs. Send your name and address and $2 to Danny Goodman, Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles, 90012. Okay, to the eighth inning, more play. Here's Vin. All right, Jerry, and just as the sunlight is starting to vanish, so the outs are starting to go with it here at Dodger Stadium. They suddenly find themselves in the eighth inning, and the Cubs are sitting atop a four-to-one lead. More than that, it has been a strong performance by Milt Pappas. He has retired the last ten in a row, and he's allowed only two hits, so that 4-1 lead's a big one. Popovich rolls one foul. Nice play by Joey Amalfitano, the pride of San Pedro, coaching at first. 0-1 to count. Popovich ran for Santo. Santo... And an attempted pickoff play got back to second base in the sixth inning and apparently hurt his right leg. And he's out of there. And Popovich finishing up. Line drive, leaping catch by Parker. Parker went as high as he possibly can jump and then extended his right arm as far as it'll go. And he takes a base hit away from Paul Popovich. And the batter, Cleo James. James is one for two. He's single to right. Cleope, one for one. Right-hand batter, Mickelson delivers. A sinker-bunted foul behind the plate, 0-1. This is apparently Mickelson's last inning of work. He figures to come out for a hitter in the eighth. Al Downing led one to nothing through five innings, and then he lost his control in the sixth. He just couldn't get a strike, and when he got the ball over the plate, the Cubs hit it. The big blow, a three-run home run by Jim Hickman. Strike one pitch on the hands, and a leaping catch by Wills of a little looper. That thing wasn't hit hard. Just a little dying quail, and Wills went up and got it. Two down, and Brock Davis the batter. Two out, top of the eighth. Cubs four, Dodgers one. Brock Davis, left-hand hitting center fielder. Single, grounded out and walk. He's one for two. When the Dodgers bat in the bottom half, they have Buckner, then Mickelson spot and Wills. The pitch outside, ball one. The Giants lost, the Dodgers are losing. And the club that can profit is Houston. The 1-0 pitch on the way. Ground ball, a one-hopper to Parker. He walks that thing to the bag, and the Cubs are gone in the eighth. The end of seven and a half, Cubs four, Dodgers one. Would you like to know how to get the best deal on a new or used car? Buy from the dealer with the best service department. It's true. Here's where a dealership can save you real money, by doing a job right the first time. And this is exactly why Don Sanderson Ford in Glendale is so popular with Valley residents. They treat you right after the sale, too. Remember this when you're shopping around. That's Don Sanderson Ford, 5300 Grand Avenue in Glendale, where good service makes a great deal even better. Alka-Seltzer brings you an Alka-Seltzer story. 
came to this little place, waiter says, try this, you'll like it. Watch this, try it, you'll like it. But what is, try it, you'll like it. So I tried it. Thought I was gonna die. Took two Alka-Seltzer. For headache and acid indigestion, no aspirin or antacid alone can possibly relieve you in as many ways as Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer works. Try it, you'll like it. Eighth inning here at Dodger Stadium, and Mill Pappas is sitting on top of a four to one lead. The Dodgers will have Bill Buckner, Tom Haller, and Maury Wills. Buckner suddenly finds himself locked in a small slump after picking up 12 hits in four starts. He has turned around to go 0 for 10. So Buckner waiting at the plate, and Pappas who has retired the last 10 in a row, deals a strike. He'll wear you out looking for walks. He has walked two. He walked Allen in the second inning and a two-out walk to Wills in the third. Now, Milt strike one pitch. Outside and high, one ball, one strike. The second game, Juan Pizarro and Doyle Alexander. Pappas into the windup, and the 1-1 pitch on the way is whacked into right field. Base hit for Buckner. So Bill tries to lead the Dodgers back, and that'll bring up Tom Haller. That is only the third Dodger hit, so they have been thoroughly muffled by Pappas. Jim Hickman goes to the mound to talk to Milt. Tom Haller hitting 234. As a pinch hitter, Haller is two for eight. That would be 250. So Tom Haller at the plate. Buckner not held on by Hickman. He's directly back of him. Pappas at the belt and delivers. And there's a broken back ground ball to Hickman. He goes to Kessinger. Back to Hickman. Double play. So Haller breaks his bat. Hits into a double play. And we have two down in the eighth inning. Three six three double play, and the batter is Maury Wills. Maury Wills is 0 for two with a walk. He grounded out and flied to left, plus the walk and a stolen base. The Dodgers led one nothing into the sixth inning, and then all of a sudden Downing just could not find the strike zone. He missed in four different directions on Kessinger, then on the first pitch. They played hit and run with Beckert, and he singled. And then Hickman walked up and hit one into the Dodger bullpen. Wills takes high, ball one. Santos single. There was a walk by James, a walk to Davis. And finally, they had to bring in Mickelson to restore some order. A force play got the fourth run over. And Canazero ended it by hitting into a double play that was really something to see. A strike to Wills in the count one and one. But the Dodger bats have really been locked up in cold storage by Milt Pappas. The 1-1 pitch. Wills takes high and inside. Ball two. Two and one to Maury Wills. Two out in the eighth inning. Four to one Chicago. Milt checking. Right hand already. And here he comes. Hit to left field. But that's exactly where James is. To take it for the out. And the Dodgers are gone quickly in the eighth. 
No runs are hit, nobody left. At the end of eight, Chicago four, Dodgers one. Two and one to Maury Wills, two out in the eighth inning, four to one Chicago. Milt checking, right hand to Ruddy, and here he comes. Hits a left field, but that's exactly where James is to take it for the out, and the Dodgers are gone quickly in the eighth. No runs are hit, nobody left. At the end of eight, Chicago four, Dodgers one. George, you're late, and you're dripping wet. Didn't you drive home? The car won't start. It won't start. Yeah, see, it's been running a bit rough, so this guy at the office said he'd fix it at home. Now the car won't start at all, and he's still working on it. And I don't even know when I'll get it back. Boy, is there anybody who cares anymore? Hasn't anybody got the old spirit? When your car needs a tune-up, take it to a man you know can do the job. A Union 76 certified serviceman. 
That tune-up stripe on his sleeve tells you he's had special training at Union Certified Service School. Brakes, wheel alignment, tire repair. If he's wearing a stripe, he's good at it. Well, George, is the car fixed? Yeah. Uh, this time I took it to a Union 76 certified serviceman, and he had it in shape in no time. And look what he gave me. What? <laughs> Tissues. The spirit of 76 lives at Union Oil. Before we go to the ninth with the Cubs leading 4-1, to one, let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. The Good Son. Ninth inning, 4-1 Chicago. Bobby O'Brien, who was given a rather quick exit last night. He went three and a third innings. Although the three runs charged to him and the ultimate defeat, the runs were unearned. O'Brien is two and two with the league, 0-1 with the Cubs. Bobby is in his 14th game, his ninth in relief. He completed one game of shutout, you remember, against the Cardinals. O'Brien pitching the ninth inning, and Johnny Callison will start it off. Then it'll be Chris Canizero and Mill Pappas. Callison making his first appearance at the plate. Johnny is hitting 218. Left hand hitting right fielder. O'Brien into the windup, and Bobby's first pitch is popped in the air to right field. Buckner comes trotting in from shade to sunlight and back into shade again and makes the catch for the out. They look like a chameleon changing colors out there. One down. The batter, Chris Canizero. Hit into a force play, struck out, and then hit one that should have been on film. Up the middle, backhanded by Lefevre, who flipped to Wills, who made a full turn on the bag and threw him out at first. That was quite a double play. Canizero 0 for 3. On deck, Mill Pappas, who has had this ball game very much in his hands ever since he got the 4 in the 6th inning. The pitch to Canizero outside. Ball 1, 1 and 0. Oh. When the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the ninth, they'll have Willie Crawford, Willie Davis, and Richie Allen. Here's the 1-0 oh pitch on the way. Fastball low, ball 2. 2-0 two oh to Canizero. Giants lost, Dodgers are losing, and the Astros are starting to believe in themselves. If they ever had any doubts, the pitch is strike two and one. Houston, by beating the Giants, are now seven back. Here's the two-one pitch coming up. Fastball, belted to left field, back goes Crawford, a full turn to the warning track, and this one's off the wall. I think he turned the wrong way, and Canizero has a double. Crawford, who plays a lot of right field, went one way, and the ball went the other. The Willies surrounded the fly ball double, and with one out, a good hitting pitcher coming up, Mill Pappas. Pappas has flied to center, struck out and singled. He's one for three. Milt with seven hits this year. A runner at second, one out. Ninth inning, four to one, Chicago. First of two games, remember. O'Brien at the belt and delivers. Gets the inside corner for a strike. On one.
Joe Pepitone in uniform and in the dugout. Pep apparently will be in the second game. The strike one pitch is a half swing. He held up on a pitch in the dirt. And the count one and one. One and one to Mill Pappas. O'Brien leans in to get a sign. Now Bobby set at the bell to look back at second base at Canizero. Works a slow curve in there nicely for a strike. One and two. Brian set, Pappas waiting, one-two pitch, fastball, swung on and missed, strike three. So Pappas strikes out, two down, and the batter will be Don Kessinger. Kessinger flied to right and struck out, walked and hit into a force play. Don is 0 for 3. His walk in the sixth inning, though, was the tip-off. That's when Downing threw one low away, then high away, then low inside, then high inside. And that was the beginning of the end for Al. He walked Kessinger on four, and then the hit-and-run single by Beckert, and the Cubs were off to the races. Kessinger, good ball player, checks in at 289. Batting right-handed, he's a switch hitter. O'Brien delivers, fastball low, ball one. Ninth inning, four to one, Chicago. O'Brien will look back at second base. Works Kessinger low, ball two. On deck, Glenn Breckard. Beckard is one for four. O'Brien straightens up, and the 2-0 pitch on the way, taken for a strike, two and one. Dodgers scored in the fourth inning. The Cubs scored four times in the sixth. The Dodgers have only three singles in eight innings against Pappas. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Fastball low, ball three. Three and one. Glenn Beckard waking his turn. He's hitting 348. So you go from tough to tougher when you pitch to Kessinger followed by Beckert. Three and one. O'Brien will look at Canizero. The pitch to Kessinger. Line to right. Buckner comes up and the ball sinks for a hit then gets away from him. Canizero scores 51. 5-1 Chicago. Buckner tried to make a do or die play but couldn't do it. And the ball hit him on the left knee I believe. Yep. In watching him flex that left leg. He tried to shoestring it, and when he missed, it hit him on the left kneecap. So O'Brien gives up two hits and a run. And the batter is Beckert. Lined to right, grounded out, single hit into a force play. He's one for four. O'Brien at the belt and delivers, and the fastball's a strike. On one. It is July the 7th. The Dodgers are playing their 85th game. And we've got a long way to go. Boy, it's going to be something. The strike one pitch to Beckard. Slow curve. Whacked into left field. You could have hung your hat on that one. 
And Crawford on a one-hopper gets it back into Wills. So O'Brien hangs one to Beckert. And that brings up Jim Hickman. So Pappas, who appeared to have this thing stuffed in his hip pocket anyway, is now given more. Five and ten for him. Five runs, ten hits. And here is Jim Hickman who put the slug on Downing in the sixth inning. Jim is two for four, and he's hit the ball hard all four times. O'Brien set, runners at first and second, and Bobby delivers. Fastball hit just foul outside of third, and that had chased another Cub home. 0 and 1. Don't forget the second game, and the way this first one is going, that second one becomes mighty important. And rookie Doyle Alexander will be going against veteran Juan Pizarro. Oh, and one to Jim Hickman. A reminder, we still have plenty of seats, plenty of sunlight, and a beautiful evening at the ballpark. Hickman takes low, one and one. The second game will start approximately a half hour after the first, so you folks who are wondering about it, you got time to get over here. Five to one, Chicago, ninth inning, two out. Now O'Brien ready, and the one-one pitch to Hickman, fastball outside, ball two, two and one. O'Brien having his troubles. Last night and come back tonight in relief and is struggling. Hickman, big right-hand hitter, started in right field, finished up at first base. O'Brien's 2-1 pitch. Jim strokes it to center. That's a base hit. Davis has to go over and play it on a tricky hop. So Kessinger scores. And into third goes Beckett. It is 6-1 Chicago. And O'Brien hasn't been able to fool anybody. So Jim Hickman has three hits and four runs batted in. O'Brien has surrendered a double and three singles in the ninth inning. Timeout for the moment, Mel Steiner pointing ball one. Apparently O'Brien went to his face while on the hill. That's right. So the count is one ball and no strikes. O'Brien went to his face while still up on the mound and Mel Steiner spotted it. 1-0 the count. Steiner informing Sudol. And the plate umpire then informed the press box. Here's Paul Popovich. Popovich robbed of a hit on a leaping catch by Parker in the eighth inning. O'Brien deals and it's fouled away. 0-1. 6-1 Chicago in the ninth. O'Brien set, checks the runners, the 1-1 pitch, fastball outside, ball two, two and one. So Mill Pappas getting fat sitting in the dugout. He was leading four to one, now it's six to one. O'Brien's 2-1 pitch, off speed and lifted to Davis in center field. He has to go back to get it, and Willie does just that. So the Cubs get two runs, four hits, and leave two. And at the end of eight and a half, Cubs six, Dodgers one. Schlitz, Milwaukee in the world.
second chance at life, and you can't be afraid to live it. Because second chances never come, but you wouldn't have it any other way. Same with your beer. You wouldn't have it any other way either. Schlitz. Why settle for less? You're out of Schlitz. You're out of beer. of the ninth inning. The Cubs six runs, 11 hits and no errors. Dodges one run, three hits and no errors. So Pappas doesn't need the six, at least the way he's been pitching for eight innings. We'll see. Crawford, Davis, and Allen in the ninth. Willie fouled out. Looped one to center. Brock Davis made a fine sliding catch. And grounded out. He runs up the bunt and takes outside ball one. One and oh. Pappas comes right back one oh and gets a strike. One and one. Six runs, 11 hits for Chicago. One run, only three hits for the Dodgers. Two of those hits in the fourth inning when they got their only run. Crawford drives one to left center field and deep. Cleo James and Brock Davis go back. James drops it as he staggers and falls down. And on his way to third is Crawford. He's in there. Cleo James caught the ball in his glove, tripped and fell down, and the ball came out. And Crawford is standing at third base. It'll be a triple for Willie, and the batter is Davis. For Crawford, that is his fifth triple. Willie Davis has eight. 6-1 Chicago. Davis lines it to center. Brock Davis in his tracks makes the catch. Crawford tags, comes to the plate to throw offline, and he scores. It is a small run, however. The Cubs still lead. It's 6-2. And the batter with one precious out extended is Richie Allen. Richie Allen walks, single to right, and struck out. He's one for two. Pappas ready, delivers. Richie fouls it away. On one. Mill Pappas has done just what Leo had hoped to do, what the Dodgers had hoped would happen but did not, namely, a starting pitcher go along with the bullpen having the night off in the first game. For the Cubs, they desperately need it because of their schedule. The next one outside, the Cubs, with a doubleheader tonight, have a doubleheader Friday and a doubleheader Sunday. Now, they're really thin. One and one to Richie Allen. 6-2 Chicago in the ninth inning. Richie drives one to right center field and deep, and that ball is going to go. A home run. A 
Well, the Dodgers are making noises in the ninth inning, but they are still several dollars short. Richie Allen hits his 12th home run into the right center field bleachers over the 380 mark. They've scored twice in the ninth at the Dodgers, but it's 6-3 to three in favor of Chicago. And the batter is Wes Parker. Pappas ready, delivers, and it's low. Two books of Union Lawn Auto Script to the Eastside Boys Club, 324 North McDonald Avenue in Los Angeles, and two books of Union Lawn Auto Script to Richie Allen. And the Cub bullpen stirs around. Parker takes a strike. Regan and Newman throwing in the Chicago 10. One and one to Parker. Duke Sims on deck. So the two in the top of the ninth have really turned out to be pretty big now as Parker hits one up the middle. Knocked down by Beckett. No play. They hit. Duke Sims and this crowd had to be very quiet all night and now in the ninth inning they have a chance to make some noise anyway. DeRocher is off the bench stirring around a little bit. Here in the inning Corbett hit a long drive over the head of Cleo James who caught the ball stumbled and fell down dropping the ball in the process. The one is a triple. Davis got a scoring fly ball to center. Allen Homer to right center. Parker has singled up the middle, but the Dodgers are still hurting very much. One out in the ninth inning, Chicago six and the Dodgers three. Easing the pain in this first game, at least, the knowledge that the Giants lost. Sims waiting. Pappas deals, and that's going to be a dunker to center. Base hit. Parker stops at second. Sims just hit a looper into center field for a base hit. Two on, one out. And Hickman goes to the mound on orders from DeRoche. Leo Tennant there. The batter is Jim Lefevre with two on. The Cubs leading six to three. So Lefevre represents the tying run at the plate. However, Pappas has given him a terrible time. He has struck him out twice. And here comes the Lion now up the steps to go out to the mound. for eight and a half innings was able to sit back and watch Pappas stifle the Dodgers and Milk went into the ninth inning leading six to one and the Dodgers have scrambled for two they have two on with one out Lefebvre the batter and Leo wants to talk to Pappas Pappas this year had started 16 completed seven Leo has Regan and Newman in the bullpen but he is holding court out there on the mound. And he has not given any indication of a change. If anything, he would appear to be talking to Pappas as to how he wants Milt to pitch. Leo finishes up by saying, all right, huh? And Pappas answers. And Leo pats him on the back and goes walking back to the dugout. 
So with the count 2-0, and oh, Leo coming out, and the umpires now tell him that he has to finish. And it is first base umpire Steiner who puts his hands on Leo's chest and says he has to finish this hitter because you've already been out there talking to him on this hitter. In other words, Leo could have come out the first time with the count 2-0 and oh, and taken out his pitcher, but he's been there once. And you cannot make two trips and change pitches with the same hitter. And the umpires are telling Leo, go back to the dugout. Pappas has to pitch to Lefevre. And Leo says, oh, I see, and he goes back to the bench. So he can now, with first base open, of course, Lefevre represents the tying run. Two balls and no strikes to count. Well, the crowd having some fun here in the ninth inning, but the Dodgers still have a long road to travel, and there's one out. Lefebvre waiting 2-0. Pappas to the windup, and the pitch. High, ball three. Three and all to Lefebvre. Pappas to the windup, the 3-0 pitch. Ball four, and loads him up. here comes Leo and now there goes Pappas for sure Regan and Newman in the bullpen I think they want Regan they do Bill Regan will be brought in with the bases loaded Bill Russell will run for Jimmy Lefebvre he represents the tying run had the Cubs not scored two in the ninth this place would be a madhouse but they did and it is six to three, Chicago. The base is loaded, one out. Russell running for Lefevre, and Milt Pappas comes out. Milt now comes out a little bit up in the air. He can't lose. He leaves with three on and a three-run lead. He could have nothing to do with it. And Phil Regan will be brought in to pitch to Bill Buckner. Pappas winds up walking three. Milt allowed three runs, but the door is open in eight and a third inning. Seven hits. And now Phil Regan slowly coming in. We've got time. Here's Jerry. All right, Vinny, on the scoreboard in the wild one today of San Francisco, the Astros beat the Giants 18 to 4 with 17 hits. Durker, the winner, and Stone, the loser. They had 10 runs in the fourth inning for Houston. We only have one report out of Pittsburgh, and that game should be almost over by now. That was a first-inning score, 5-0 in favor of the Pirates. Montreal beat New York today, 12-7 in New York, and the Mets have lost 7 out of 8. And another score out of the East, and that game should be almost over. 1-0 Philadelphia, and that's a first-inning score. Of course, with a strike on, we do not get too many late scores. St. Louis at San Diego later. Washington, Baltimore, nothing in the second. Boston beat Cleveland 4-0 first game, and Cleveland leads the second game 4-1. New York over and Detroit later, Oakland, Chicago later, Kansas City, Milwaukee later, and the Angels are playing at Minnesota. Well, Dodgers and the Giants, baseball's biggest rivalry, and they'll be on hand coming up over the weekend. Take a tip, visit a Dodger ticket office, and do your shopping early. Plenty of tickets left, of course, but they're moving mighty fast, so shop now at the Dodger office on Stadium Way at Ticketcom Mutual offices throughout Southern California. 
Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday with the Giants, but tomorrow a lot of big work to do with the Chicago Cubs. Right now, more action. Here's Vinny. Bill Reagan, who picked up the nickname here in Los Angeles as the Vulture back in 1966 when he had the overwhelming record of 14-1. and Reagan now comes in at Dodger Stadium but wearing a Cub uniform in another tough pennant race. The first thing plate umpire Sudol did was examine the ball. Bill Buckner, with the bases loaded, one out in the ninth, the Cubs leading six to three. Parker at third, Sims at second, Russell the tying run at first. Regan ready, pitch to Buckner, ground ball, wide at first, into right field, base hit. In comes Parker, in comes Sims, to third goes Russell. pitch into right field and this place is going wild the Dodgers have scored four with one out the Cubs lead six to five Buckner is at first Russell is at third and Manny Mota is coming up to hit for Bobby O'Brien the tying run 90 feet away Regan out of a stretch the pitch to Mota ground ball to Regan he goes to the plate to get Russell who is pegged out by Canizero and stopping at second is Buckner so Mota who can go the other way about as well as anybody who ever played the game could not and hit the ball to Regan and Russell had to come to the plate to keep the game alive so Russell is out 1-2 Regan to Canizero and now it looks like the Dodgers might be able to tie. Now it's really got to be cut thin. Two down. Two on and Wills the batter. Maury is 0 for 3. 6-5 Chicago. First of two. Regan deals low and a good save by Canizero. Ball one. Wills is the ninth man to come to bat for the Dodgers here in the ninth inning. But the two they gave up in the top of the ninth is the Albatross hung around their necks now in the bottom of the ninth. Buckner at second base, Moda at first, two out. Wills has grounded out, twice fly to left and walk, all of those trips against Pappas. The outfield is playing Wills to go to left field. Top of it wide and just about a step up inside the bag at third. Hickman deep at first base. The pitch to Wills, low, ball two. The Dodgers led one nothing through five. The Cubs led four to one through eight. Then the Cubs got two in the ninth to lead six to one, and it looked like a laugher. And the Dodgers have scored four to make it six five Chicago. Two out, two and oh to Maury Wills. Buckner and Moda on the line. Regan ready. The 2-0 pitch. A strike. 2-1. and one. 
Don't forget, if you're anywhere in the area, you got plenty of time for the second game. And that should be a Lulu. Doyle Alexander and Juan Pizarro. But this first one is still alive. Two and one to Wills. Regan ready and deals. And it's a high bouncer back in the mound. Tough play. No play. The bases are loaded. Let's pause the station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. The Good Son. The Dodgers have put on a tremendous show here in the ninth inning, win or lose. Boy, have they gotten off the floor. They were down six to one. They've scored four times to make it six to five. And with two out, the bases are loaded. The Dodgers have already had the tying run cut down at the plate. And now Willie Crawford up there and everything on the line. Regan out of a windup. The pitch to Willie. A strike. Buckner at third. The tying run. Moda at second. Wills at first. Dodgers have had four singles, a triple and a home run in the ninth inning. Strike one pitch. Swung on and missed, and the bottom dropped out of that sinker. Oh, and two to Crawford. Willie is the tenth man to come to the plate. Dodges with a half a dozen hits in the ninth, but here comes Regan. Strike two pitch is low, ball one. Dodges has scored four runs on six hits. But the Cubs lead six to five. The crusher was the hopper hit right back to Regan by Moda. One-two pitch. Got him swinging. Whoop, yep. Held on to by Canizero. Chris apparently juggled either the pitch or the foul tip, but he whirled around and held it high in the air, and then Sudol called Crawford out. So the Dodgers kept throwing punches till the end, but when it was all over, the two runs they had given up in the top of the ninth were too much to climb over. The totals and the lockup shop on the first one, here's Jerry. All right, Vinny, and for the Cubs in winning six runs, 11 hits, and no errors, the winning pitcher, Milt Pappas, and the Cubs left seven men on the bases. For the Dodgers, five runs, no hits, uh, nine hits, and no errors, and the Dodgers wound up leaving five men on, and the losing pitcher was Al Downing. So Downing is 10 and 5, and Pappas is 9 and 8, but boy, was it easy for the Cubs as the Dodgers battled right back into that ninth inning after yielding two in the top of the ninth, came back with four, had the tying run cut down on the plate on a tapper back to the box by Moda, then reloaded the bases only to have Crawford go down on strikes on a good hard sinker by Phil Regan. So you have to give Regan credit. He came in there and did a tough job on a tough hitter after yielding a base hit to Buckner and uh, an infield hit to Wills. Well, the first game goes down. The Dodgers lose it by a score of 6-5, to five, so they are again three-and-a-half back. They have to look over their shoulder now as they are only three-and-a-half ahead of Houston. Well, that's it. The final score of the first game, the Cubs 6, the Dodgers 5.